Donald Cowboy Cerrone is one of the most active and record-holding UFC fighters on that organization's roster, holding the most wins and most finishes of opponents in any weight class. He's also received the most bonus checks for his performances than any other fighter. He's always so close to getting that gold championship belt. And as of this recording, he's set to fight Conor McGregor January 18th, 2020. If you're listening to this podcast after that, do stick around though, because we're going to break down Cerrone's mindset and psychological approach to the fight game. If you enjoy this content, please do leave us a review and subscribe. New episodes are posted every Wednesday at FightIQPodcast.com and everywhere podcasts are available. Whether you're a fan of Cowboy or not, he comes across as a really genuine guy who has an incredible passion for the sport of MMA. His focused mindset and ability to talk freely about his own fears and insecurities surrounding his fights make him both effective in execution and endearing to MMA enthusiasts and casuals alike. So let's get into it. Here is Fight IQ's profile of Donald Cowboy Cerrone. This sport's so fun, I love it with everything in me, like walking out and, and enjoying the crowd and enjoying everything to me is so amazing. And I was telling my corners and my family, you don't get to put your head down. You know, you don't get to walk around and mope. Of course someone's gonna win and someone's gonna lose, you know? And um, so I'm gonna teach this boy. I'm gonna say if he lose something, you get 24 hours, keep your head down. Then tomorrow when you wake up, boy, you better be smiling, ready to move on because we ain't tolerating that bullshit. So uh, I'm going to keep little, uh, I wish I should have, should have, could have, would have tonight. Then tomorrow I'm going to get up and get on the airplane and uh, I'm call Dana and say, hey, man, what's next? And they're going to say, well, you just got knocked out. Uh, I think you have a medical suspension. And I'm going to say, yeah, but after that, what can we do? So I think that clip really encapsulates Donald Cowboy Cerrone's mentality when it comes to fighting. You can hear that was actually after his loss to Justin Gaethje when he fought him here in Vancouver where I'm based. Saw the fight live and in defeat there you can tell he really loves what he does and is always looking for ways to move forward to the next fight whether he's in victory or in defeat. When he wins he's also looking to fight right away again. So it's not just to redeem himself after losses but to keep going forward because he truly loves what he does. And he's one of those guys who, when he says anyone, anywhere, anytime, a lot of people don't mean that when they say it, but he absolutely does. And some people say it cost him opportunities to build his way to a title shot at certain points in his career where he would take much lower-ranked fighters instead of gunning for the fights that would lead him towards a title shot. But for him, it's kind of a bigger mission than that. It's about more than just getting the title. It's about his love for the sport. He loves putting a show on for the fans. And it's the meaning of the whole thing that really drives him forward. And it was really cool to see him in Vancouver. Actually, before he fought Gaethje, he actually came out of the back like to where all the crowd could see him. And the lights went on him. The cameras were on him. And it was just before the fight, he just went out there dressed in a suit before he changed and started uh, getting warmed up and just took in the atmosphere and everybody was cheering and he was just looking around. He came up on the big screen. It was a really cool moment. And I know it sounds like 
the point of what I'm doing now is fanboying out over Cerrone. That's not my intention, but I probably could. But I do think that his mentality can provide inspiration for you know myself and hopefully some of you guys out there by breaking it down and finding ways we can use those lines of thinking too. And one thing I think makes Cowboy both victorious in the cage and respected by everyone. Like he's one of those fighters who his opponents respect him, uh, all of his peers, fellow fighters, fans in general, at least ones who aren't casual, uh, too casual, but media also really respects him, promoters as well. Just everybody looks at him as a solid dude, and um, he kind of returns the favor in the way that he doesn't ever have anything bad to say about anybody else. For the most part, he's had conflicts with people and he's been outspoken about it, but overall... He's very respected by everybody in the game, and not a lot of fighters can say that. A lot of fighters try to build hype through insulting their opponents. A lot of fighters make excuses after their losses, too, and they're vocal in blaming judges, referees, their opponents when they lose a fight, and a lot of the time they're right. Sometimes a foul happens, or sometimes the ref does make a bad call in stopping the fight when he shouldn't have, and that did cost the fighter the contest that night. But regardless of, the, of what happened there, the outcome's going to be the same. It's almost impossible to overturn the outcome of a match, so might as well focus attention forward and towards the next mission. And I really feel like Cerrone kind of encapsulated that sort of mentality in the quote that he gave just there in the clip we listened to. He's got commitment to his cause at all costs. He's focused on the mission. He's got a never-say-die attitude, never bitter about his losses like a lot of fighters always talks positively about his opponents win, lose, or draw, and sets an amazing example in those ways for myself, and I think a lot of people who love combat sports, I think he's one of those fighters kids can look up to and aspire to be like in many ways. The fact that he never talks poorly about his opponents, you know, we've talked about psychological warfare in a past episode, but when you're a guy like Cowboy who just doesn't really have anything bad to say about anybody um, for the most part, and... It's hard for him to get psyched out in those situations. The tactics of mental warfare are not so effective when, you know what, to you, you're just going to get in there and fight, and it doesn't really matter either way. Yeah, it was, it was a good victory, you know, having such a, a rough start to the day, so it was good. It was good. Can you talk more about that? I saw a quote afterwards that said you had a headache. Talk about the rough day. Yeah, I just woke up. Worst headache I've ever had, man. I just uh, couldn't all day. I was just laying in bed, tired. My shoulders were sore. I don't, I don't know. It was just... Everything that was going wrong, going wrong. I forgot my damn key to my Harleys. My fucking Harleys out there stuck now, and it's just a, it's just a fucked up day. Uh, but and it's in the back, you know, talking with Greg, trying to figure out, like, get going. It's just like grinding metal, man, trying to get through first gear, man. I couldn't, couldn't do it. And Greg's like, this is what we train for, man. Beat someone on your worst day, so go out there and fucking get it done. Be the storm, cowboy. So it was good. That was Cowboy after a win against Rick Story, where he knocked him out in devastating fashion at UFC 202. And you can hear there, as positive as he is about a loss in the last clip, he's also negative about his wins in a constructive way. He's just totally honest in both cases, which I think is really cool and one of the things that makes him endearing to fans, and also a way that he himself can kind of normalize the process and make it so nobody else's opinion really matters because he knows he's being honest and truthful. He's honest when there's things he needs to work on or aspects of his mentality that are blocking him from competing or giving him fear, giving him anxiety. I think that's really cool. It kind of gives us a a picture inside of the mind of himself and probably a lot of other fighters as well. And, you know, it kind of sheds a light on there's, there's ways we can be objective about our own wins 
as well as losses. And being so objective about a performance is something I think few fighters have. Maybe sometimes they do, but they don't reveal it. But a lot of the times, like I was saying earlier, they're going to blame other people. And I think a lot of us do as well. We tend to pick ourselves apart when we fail, when we're being totally honest, sometimes too much. But what about when we accomplish our goal? Because sometimes, or maybe oftentimes, depending on what it is, we left too much to chance or used a tactic that wouldn't work in most cases, but we happen to be fortunate and it worked out. Is that a victory to be celebrated? Yeah, because it was achieved. But maybe there's a way of looking at that and going, okay, the next time I attempt this or attempt the next level of that, I probably shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z that I was doing here. And Cerrone's able to look at his victories in a way to know what went wrong, the challenges he faced leading up to the competition. Everything was going wrong that day. He didn't feel physically good. And with the support of his coaches and just getting into it and realizing he had to deal with the task at hand, he was able to push through that hardship and achieve a victory despite how he felt. And we lie to ourselves all the time to make sense of this crazy world and our life's purpose. We blame our own personal losses on others, cry out that we were victims of circumstance. On the other hand, we can be quick to give ourselves credit for victories when we know we could have done better. So I think the overall message to be taken from Cowboy in this clip is, and basically all of his interviews, is to be less critical of your losses and more critical about your wins. I think we can all do that. Lighten up on yourself when you fail. Look at the things that you could have done better um, and move forward with that information. Got an episode on that um, about how to lose a fight, episode eight, I believe. Do check it out. And at the end of that clip, he talked about surviving under pressure. When life threw the worst at him that day, everything that could go wrong did, he was able to know he had to focus on the performance. Of course, with help from his coach, part of the team he built around himself. But he was able to dial it in despite aspects of his environment that he couldn't control. And he was able to perform on the night and get the victory. I love fighting. It's like the scariest most intense, fun feeling. I, can, I couldn't even explain it to you, but from right now, can't sleep at night, eating's hard, make the weight, half the battle's over, fight day, fuck, all your friends are like, you're gonna kill him. Uh, no, bitch, I gotta go in there and fight. Like, it doesn't just go like that. Scared, well, let's go. Pack your shit, we're in the arena. All your teammates are fighting, your coach is there. It's crazy, it's scary. You go throw up in the bathroom, I do anyways. Um, then you're standing, you walk down the hall and fucking lights in your face just like this. Now you're live on TV, you walk down the tunnel and you're like, holy shit, six weeks and it's here and it's now. And I've been on the edge of a plane about to jump out. I've been on top of mountains and nothing puts that fucking hair on the back of my neck feeling like walking in that fucking octagon and they shut that door. And you're like, well, there's only two ways this can go, right? In or out. And uh, come Sunday, man, like I said, I've won in my mind. Everything I've done is here. Man, the old WC kicking ass Cowboys back. And I feel it. And I'm hungry again. And I love it. And I'm looking for that feeling, man. I can't wait for it. I can't wait to stand in that octagon and stare across and see Yancey and think, oh, you poor son of a bitch. You're the one who drew bad. And uh, go out there and do it. Cowboy's genuine love of the sport really shines through in that interview before he faced Yancey Medeiros, a fight he won on that occasion. And once again, 
I just love and appreciate how candid he is about the experience. He talks about the exhilaration in both a positive and a negative way. He talks about the lead up to the fight and the process of being about to enter competition and how much it affects him mentally in so many different ways, but in a way that ultimately is so positive to him. And I think that is so cool. I love how candid he is. Um, You know, he turns what a lot of people would see as something negative and uncomfortable into something exciting. It's something that makes him know it's time to go and perform. That feeling we all get when we're entering into a situation that might be difficult or might be stressful but will ultimately be rewarding. And that's how he looks at every single fight he does. He feels so much stress, right? So much pressure. And everything he's done, all that time he's spent in training comes to this particular moment in time and it's time to perform it's time to bring cowboy out and he's just so unbelievably focused and excited about it as opposed to being fearful and wondering what might be and i find that really amazing because when you can transform a situation that most people view in a negative and uncomfortable light and you change it like genuinely into something that gets you motivated gets you excited I think you've unlocked like a lot of really important things in life. It's like the difference between, for myself, I love working out. I love training in all capacity, whether it's, I don't do grappling, but I love striking. I I think I do need to give grappling a chance as well, but I'm a big fan of uh, practicing Muay Thai and boxing and Taekwondo. And I love it, especially if I have a teacher there to guide me. And I also love lifting weights. I love all sorts of training. So I'm motivated for an intense workout. I get psyched about it as opposed to a lot of people might be, you know, neutral about it or they just don't actually want to do it. I think those who end up with the most benefits are those who are most excited about the process. And I don't think it's a matter of, well, some people like it and some people don't. I think once a person realizes the benefits of training and all of the intricacies there are in the martial arts in terms of different styles and different ways of doing things, different techniques, it's it's a totally customized program and all of the uh the spiritual aspect that goes along with traditional martial arts i think is really cool so more people should train really when it comes right down to it now another thing from this clip cowboy was really certain of his victory and i know a lot of fights you know most fights involve two individuals who are both equally certain that they are going to win the contest so what does it matter if you believe you're going to win or you're not well i think All things considered, the more self-belief you can have in yourself, the greater an advantage you have and the greater an ability to step into the contest free of outside distractions and truly just be able to use the skills you've been training your whole life and put them to their best ability. I think that's really where the magic lies. You know, oftentimes both fighters are certain of their victory, But it helps tremendously with one's performance and certainly enhances the chance of success when you believe in yourself more than anything. And when you have that level of self-belief, you're just much more able to adapt, adjust to setbacks within the contest because you believe that you will ultimately find a way to win no matter what happens in there. This kid this week, I mean, the things he was saying he was doing, was it a test? You know, was it a test for you to to try to make sure you didn't get emotional and and not let him get to you? Oh, no. I mean, like, today I was happy and, like, nothing he said, but at the press conference, cutting weight, irritable, dude, like, listen here, you little fucker, you know? Like, that's how I felt. 
Had he said something about my like, wife or kid, I would have ripped his fucking heart out right there. Yeah, like, I'm not a guy to... It so, drives me so crazy how these guys are in the back. We're standing right next to each other. They don't say nothing. Then all of a sudden, they get in front of the cameras in front of you guys, and they can just run. They just free free speech. Like, hold, no, 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 no. That's not me. I'll fucking track you down beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Now we're street fighting, motherfucker, and I ain't no breath. Um... Sorry, that's probably your guys' new headline, but... (laughs) (laughs) So that was Cowboy after winning over Alex Hernandez, a young up-and-comer who talked a lot of smack leading up to the fight, calling Cowboy washed up, over the hill, an old fighter, and all that sort of thing, playing the young, hungry lion role, but kind of insulting Cowboy along the way. But as Cowboy was saying, in the back, he didn't have anything to say until the cameras were on, until the press conference started. And so he was basically, in Cowboy's opinion, trying to hype a fight but acting completely fake. And we can also hear from this clip that he's not perfect, he gets emotional, and Cowboy's bothered by fighters that aren't genuine because that's part of his own moral code. You know, to say what you want to him when you see him, not wait until the cameras are on and talk trash to hype a fight. He's a very genuine dude in terms of his attitude. If he doesn't like you, he's going to let you know, regardless of whether he sees you when there's nobody else around or whether the cameras are on. And if he has no beef, he's not going to manufacture one to sell a fight. That's just against his own moral code and the standards he holds himself to. He has very strong principles when it comes to combat sports and how athletes should conduct themselves, clearly. And I think, honestly, we could all do with having stronger principles and higher standards for the way we conduct ourselves and working towards our vision, too. You know, oftentimes we can be blinded by the desire to get something and we can burn bridges. We can end up just using people and cutting them out as soon as we no longer need them if they're not leading towards what we want instead of trying to provide value to everybody else. And so I think we can look at not burning bridges, not holding grudges. Don't feel you have to put on an act to achieve success. Be true to yourself and who you are as a human being. And I think that's at the crux of Cowboy's beef with how Hernandez handled the pre-fight media leading up to that contest. And as I said, a way he conducts himself is always to pay respects to his opponent, win or loss. In the If, if you want to talk trash to him, he can talk some trash back and he'll let... He'll let you know what he feels about you if you do that. But he doesn't need that to build himself up to a fight. At the end of the day, it's a competition for him. And in the days of this era where UFC, where fighters are sometimes playing characters to build their brand and attract social media followers, you got Henry Cejudo out there these days really putting the cringe on and creating these ridiculous videos. Colby, of course, just being really controversial to gather followers and put attention on himself Time will tell how that will play out. But Cowboy's brand really does speak for itself. Anyone, anywhere, anytime. I'm Jesse Day. Thank you very much for joining me on the Fight IQ podcast. And I hope you've got some info from this you can apply to be victorious in your own fights. If you've enjoyed this content, please do leave a review, subscribe. New episodes are out every Wednesday at fightiqpodcast.com and all your favorite podcast platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, you name it, we're on there. And we do have a Patreon. If you want to look at ways to become a direct part of the show and influence the topics that are chosen, you can head over there. It would also help support the show, of course, and allow me to make some upgrades. And we would love to hear from you. You can contact me at info at fightiqpodcast.com. 
Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day.